Welcome to Casual Sets, a weekly podcast exploring the game of tennis through the eyes of the expert themselves. I am your host, James Presley. This week, I spoke with former NCAA standout and current hitting partner for WTA Tour Pro, Serena Williams, Jameer Jenkins. Jenkins was the 2013 Intercollegiate Tennis Association National Player of the Year and ACC Athlete of the Year after winning the National Indoor Championships in singles, outdoor championships in doubles, and helping the University of Virginia win the overall team competition. With six career future titles to his name, Jenkins can now be seen on the sidelines at WTA Tour events worldwide and on HBO making an appearance in the new documentary series, Being Serena, a five-part show chronicling the tennis icon at a pivotal moment in her personal and professional life. Well, Jameer, welcome to Casual Sets, and uh, thank you for taking time to talk with me today. Um, All good. Thanks for having me. No problem. So, um, so for anyone who is just getting to know who you are, the first thing we see on your Twitter bio page is hitting partner for Serena Williams. Tell me about how that came to be. Uh, well, Jermaine, my brother, works with uh, Venus Williams, her sister. Um, he's worked with her for about three years. And, um, you know, um, when I first uh, decided to retire from tennis, I took a job at Philadelphia as a resident sales consultant. I did that for about four months. I hated it. Um, got back into tennis, and then um, I started um, I started coaching in Puerto Rico. And when the hurricane hit, I had to relocate to New York. And um, it was around that time um, that Serena was looking for someone. And so, because I relocated to New York, I was getting less work. And um, it was just a situation to where it just worked out. Um, you know, Jermaine reached over, reached out to the Serena team and told them that I was looking for a gig. And kind of, and they just kind of fell into place from there. I, uh, I flew out to France to... Uh, interview for the job for like a week, got the job, and then uh, yeah, I've been working with her for about seven months now. Nice, nice. So, did you feel like the transition from playing competitive tennis for almost all your life to having to focus entirely on someone else's game was a difficult one? Um, at first, at first, um, you know, it's just definitely a change of pace from, you know, going from training your whole career, making sure that your strokes are sharp and, you know, making sure your fitness is fine to, you know, putting all that into, you know, doing it for someone else. It's definitely, um, it's definitely been a different experience for me, but it's been a humbling experience for me as well. Um, you know, things are going well. Um, I feel like I'm in a position to where I can help, you know, Serena accomplish all her goals and I feel like I'm not a, a perfect person for the job, so... Um, you know, it's been a good for me so far. Great, great. Now, for you, not only is 2018 going to be your first full year on tour as Serena's hidden partner, but also marks five years since your final season at the University of Virginia, leading the Cavaliers to their first NCAA team championship. Being that the NCAAs are around the corner, uh, can you think back to how you went from being one of the top juniors in the world to the number one college player in the nation? Uh, I, I just kind of settled at UVA and um, 
the transition was tough at first, but you know, um, I think that's that's why you gotta make sure that you pick the right schools to kind of you know help you stay sharp um, both on and off the courts, and that's that's what I got from UVA. I was uh, able to make that smooth transition from, like you said, being one of the top juniors to being one of the top um, college players, and you know that's just a tribute to. So do you still keep in contact with a lot of the coaches and some of the current players in Charlottesville? Now, after your decorated college career, you played four years on the ATP Tour, making it up to 190 in the world. Uh, you hear a lot of guys say that it's so hard to earn that first point or defend your first point in the ranking system. Did you find yourself in that situation? Um, I think by the time I was riding that high to 190, I had got my first point a couple of years before that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when, when, um, when I did get that first point, it was more so... Uh, So, being that you were able to experience top-level play at the college level and professional level, from your perspective, would you recommend today's top juniors going the collegiate route or going straight to tour if the opportunity presents itself? Um, you know, that's, uh, I think that's a decision that should make itself. Um, you know, every player is, is uh, off the individual basis, um, you know, but... I will say that I, I, I believe that it's a decision that, you know, uh, to play professional tennis, that decision has to make it for itself. You, if, if you're still on the fence and you're deciding, then, you know, go to college route. Um, and I say that just because, um, you know, going to college has proven um, that, you know, not only being a great education, but you can you can get better, and it's, it's a route that you can take to become a professional tennis player. You know, like proving that that can happen. Um, and yeah, like I said, me personally, I just believe that you know you have the agents, you have the numbers that are right. That um, you know, you can work out your deal to maybe even go back to college, and when you're done, you know, your deal is close enough money that you can save up, you know, put away for you to go to college. Then yeah, that that can be the right choice for you. Understand. Now, going back to Serena, on May 2nd, HBO will premiere the five-part docuseries, Being Serena. Will we see you make an appearance on the show? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I believe, uh, you know, one of the scenes that uh, I'm in would be her first time having on the court um, outside of uh, her pregnancy. And, um, no, actually, don't don't really quote me. I'm not even allowed to. I'm not, I'm not, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I think I'll, I'll make some appearance in there. It'll be a really good show. Um, 
from what I've seen so far, it, it looks really good. I understand. Now, for someone involved in the show's production, what can we expect to see or learn about Serena that we normally don't see through her social media or on court? Um, no, I think that that's um that's probably something that um you probably have to take away from the trailers. Um, no, I, I think I know as much as you guys know when it comes to that. Um, you know, I've only seen the the, the tennis side. Um, you know, she's a pretty private person. She tries to keep everything pretty separate. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I mean, I think. Uh, you, you have, you know, the raw situation um, of what she was going through during the pregnancy, you know, during the, like, some of the tennis. Um, like, I think, uh, you know, as fans, we just get a broad scale of what she's like. Cause she's, you know, you never really hear about her in the, in the social media a lot. So this is a chance to kind of get a different perspective um, of the Serena. You know, you get all the Serena, so this will be great. Oh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Now, during your travels with Team Serena, you started reaching out to inform your followers that you're giving out free tennis lessons when your schedule permits in whatever city you may be in. What made you decide to give back in that way, and how's it going? Yeah, no, uh, so originally it was uh, it was only for January and February mm. that I was going to do that. Um, and, you know, it just turned out to be something that, uh, that uh, I decided to do when uh, my time permits. Um, and I've met uh, some really, really great people along the way helping out. Um, you know, my goal has just been to kind of get back to tennis in any capacity that I can. And, uh, you know, these, this way has been one of the ways that I kind of enjoyed and kind of um, taking the pride and um, wanted to just get the message out there that, uh, you know, this has been something that I'm interested in and helping out and giving back. So um, it's been great so far. Um, I would like to do it a little bit more um, than what um, what I have been. But um, the times that I'm able to get out there has been great. Very great. Now, one last thing. Uh, you recently announced in March your partnership and collaboration with the Washington Park Tennis Association out of Atlanta and the National Junior Tennis and Learning Network, or NJTL for short, for those who are aware, on a project to send junior players affiliated with the organization to the U.S. Open this year. How did you get involved in this project? Um, it, was, it was something that I've been following over the years. Uh, and then, um, I think, mean, really, I, I kind of got involved when Tremaine reached out and helped. I think it was maybe last year or the year before at the U.S. Open, and, uh, you know, he kind of got involved with it, and he spoke with the players, and, uh, you know, it was just something that I was interested in. Um, I'm always kind of interested in helping out, so uh, yeah, I got involved with it that way. Um, I kind of reached out to Chris Wink, who, you know, who I kind of grew up with, um, in the tennis community, in the local tennis community in Atlanta, and um, it just went from there. You know, I kind of reached out to Anthony as well, who kind of put me on to to Mr. John, and uh, it was it was it was just a went up. Kind of, you know, once I got involved, I um, you know promoted it on my social media, and still trying to get other people involved with it. And, you know, it's something that we can send. So for those outside of this, really affiliated with the project, uh, the general public, how can they get involved and how can they help with the project? 
Uh, I believe I have a GoFundMe. Um, I have a GoFundMe uh, account set up. Um, uh, you can find it on my page. It's uh, Instagram page at Jameer um, Jenkins. And then um, uh, I'm not sure what the direct website for the GoFundMe account, other than what I have on my on my Instagram. I would have to. Uh, I would have to look it up, but if you, if anyone needs any more information, you can just follow me on social media. It would be at Jameer, and uh, you know, just direct message me on and I can tell you the, the directly if you guys want to support that. Um, there's uh, everything set up for you, you know, to to support people who are interested in this clinic and want to help out with the clinic that I believe that um, you know. You know, I was going to try and host beforehand and at Washington Park um, with um, with Sloan Stevenson's um, rating partner as well. So we were going to try and do that. So, um, like I said, if you need, if you have any questions about it, just feel free to contact me or just email me at uh, jj6sk at virginia.edu. Um, that works. And then, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll be glad. Awesome. Hopefully this helps. Well, Jameer, thanks again for your time. If we don't see you in Serena's play box first, uh, we'll look out for you in May on HBO. <laughs> Alright, thanks, James. I appreciate it, man. I hope this helps. Oh, no, no problem. Thanks. That's it for this week's episode of Casual Sets. Be on the lookout for episode 3 within the next few weeks as we prepare to take on the clay court season and wrap up the NCAAs. See you at the courts. Peace. Oh,